you can organize people so that everyone can have great housing and everyone can have great clothing and everyone can have great food and so on instead of what happens today where you end up with a few people with billions of dollars and then three billion people living on two dollars a day which is insanity and that's what capitalism is delivering right now insanity today's guest has a plan it's a plan to replace the capitalism that's guided by the invisible hand with a new economic system of cooperation guided by computer software. It's a plan he explains in detail at replacecapitalism.com. And you might think that is ridiculous, but consider two things. One, capitalism itself is pretty ridiculous. And two, my guest is not just some guy who registered a domain name. He's Marshall Brain, the founder of How Stuff Works an educational media company which sold to Discovery Communications for $250 million. He's also the director of the Engineering Entrepreneurs Program at NC State University, so he knows something about capitalism. He actually knows something about a lot of things. That's kind of his deal. Here's our conversation, which starts, where else, with the origins of humanity. So here's one version of the story. Humans emerge on planet Earth and they begin to innovate. They begin to invent fire. They begin to invent the wheel. And on and on until today we have the abundance of technology and material goods that we have on this planet. Many people on the planet still have a raw deal, but at the beginning of this innovation process, basically everybody had that same raw deal. Everybody was susceptible to disease. Everybody was dying at age 30. Everybody was hungry most of the time or had to spend most of their time looking for food. And it has been our ability to trade with each other and share innovations with each other that has brought humanity to this point. And while it is true that billions still suffer under this system, uh, the system that we have is bringing more and more people out of poverty. So that's one version of the story. I gather that's not your version of the story. Where am I off on that? That is one version of the story. And I would say that's the uh, the conventional wisdom or the status quo or what we hear. What if that uh, story is propaganda? not reality and that we could reconfigure into much much better uh situations where billions of people are not suffering i've tried at least three or four or five different ways to approach this idea that there are much better ways uh to bring humanity out of the mud which is like that was sort of the story you you began with right is that we we started as animals in the mud and we've innovated ourselves out of the mud and the fact that three billion people are are subsisting on two dollars a day right now is simply a midway point to where hopefully everyone is is living a developed country lifestyle that's the story you told and I would say everybody could live a developed country lifestyle today if we reconfigured and built an economic structure that allowed that to happen. 
The old chestnut about democracy, I think it's attributed to Winston Churchill, is that it's the worst system of government ever, except for all the other ones that have been tried. And, <laughs> and, and many people would probably say the same thing about capitalism, right? We have seen other alternative uh, economic systems in human history. Uh, most recently, we've seen communism, which in even in communist countries seems to have transitioned to a form of kind of state-owned capitalism, so not pure communism or socialism in any real sense in most places. We've seen uh, different versions of capitalism. Uh, many people point to the welfare states of Scandinavia as maybe a, an, an ideal way to kind of balance some of the excesses of capitalism that you're talking about. We've seen feudal systems in the past. We've seen straight up dictatorial systems. It seems like where we get the most human flourishing, where we get the most progress, where we get the best uh, TV shows where we get all the coolest technology, where we get the supermarkets that are the most full of, uh, of food are in systems more like the United States, which are capitalist systems. What is the system that you're proposing that is different from all these systems that would actually be better? The conventional wisdom is that capitalism is the is the end, that that it is the ultimate system and there is nothing uh, that that can be better than it that there can be no creativity that you know we've tried these experiments in the fat in the past and they've all failed and therefore there can be nothing better than capitalism so the problem with that thinking is that it does shut down creativity and it does shut down any sort of economic innovation and it shuts down experimentation so there's nowhere on the planet really where we're saying well let's just try out some different stuff we could take a million people out of slums they have absolutely nothing to lose and we could put them in a new configuration that isn't capitalism capitalism is their problem let's say you took a, a million people out of a slum and you said to them okay here's how here's how society's going to work for us you're going to have a piece of land Y'all are going to grow all your own food and cook all your own food and process all your own food and serve it to each other. And you're going to do that so that every one of the million people in this experiment get to eat cruise ship quality food every meal of every day. There's the goal. And we're going to organize you with a... Uh, a piece of computer software that's just going to break up all the tasks necessary to to serve three million cruise ship quality meals today and we're going to distribute those across the million people and you're going to be doing about an hour's worth of work each day for this system uh, you will get to, instead of eating whatever swill you're going to eat tonight in your slum dwelling, you will get to eat cruise ship quality food that y'all have cooperated together to prepare under the organizational structure of this piece of software that knows all the tasks that have to be done to get the food prepared today. Forgive me if I use a label that you reject and you're welcome to reject it uh, in your response. But it seems like what you're describing is a kind of technology-enabled socialism that does something new uh, because it because software is coming in and making the planning decisions. Would you make the assertion that the reason central planning economies have failed in the past is 
mainly because they just didn't have a good enough technology for actually making these planning decisions. Is software the missing piece to making socialism work? Let's first of all understand that you tossed the word socialism into the conversation and that word has been made poisonous, right? Um, and I don't, I don't call what I just described socialism. I call it uh, organized cooperation. Let's say we use that word instead so that the organizational structure is a piece of software and the cooperation is that the, the people work together for this fantastic outcome. There's a finite number of tasks that have to be done to feed the million people today, but we have a million people to do those tasks. If we just let a piece of software organize their efforts, you know, organize cooperation, then all those tasks get done and everybody's eating cruise ship quality food and restaurants. And then we just look at, you know, what else do people need? Well, they need water to go with that food. They need sanitation to take care of the results of eating. They need housing and clothing and so on. These are all tasks that are easy to do. There's nothing hard about building housing. You know, it's wood and hammers and nails and sheetrock. There, there's nothing magical happening. But you can organize people so that everyone can have great housing and everyone can have great clothing and everyone can have great food and so on instead of what happens today where you end up with a few people with billions of dollars and then three billion people living on two dollars a day which is insanity let's just let's just call that what it is that's insanity and that's what capitalism is delivering right now, insanity. Are there examples today of the kind of software that you're talking about? In other words, is, this, is the state of software today capable of doing what you are talking about? And maybe also in your answer, you can talk a little bit about who programs the software, what decisions does it make, how does it make those decisions, and in what sense are the, uh, are the people of the community able to influence those decisions. If you talk about any kind of uh, planned uh, economy, it really all comes down in the end to who gets to do the planning. The question you asked at its simplest is, are there any examples of this happening in our world today? How do employees get their tasks, right? It's not like they come in and they just make stuff up on a cruise ship today. There's a set of employees on that cruise ship. They aren't just randomly doing whatever they feel like, right? They serve cruise ship quality food to the passengers by doing tasks that are assigned to them either through a computerized system or through a human system that does task assignment. This happens around us constantly everywhere all day long. We I'm subjected to such a system. So is every Uber driver. We, If we work, we don't just do whatever the heck we feel like doing. We have someone telling us what to do. I, I'm just going to organize it a little more and let it run the food production part of the city 
for these million people that we've extracted from a slum. You know, a million people who are getting squashed by capitalism. We're going to give them a fantastically better life by simply organizing their efforts, just like any corporation would do, any organization. Does your thought experiment of a million people in this new system happen within the general governance system of a place like the United States? Or does it need to have its own separate government to, in order to work? In other words, do you have to create a new country from scratch or can this actually work as a city if we just bought a bunch of land in Nevada or something? I think it could happen uh, in Nevada or Montana or any Texas, any state with a lot of land that's just sitting idle right now. Um, but the question of what do you do about governance is a great question. And it's especially interesting because in the United States right now, we're watching uh, government just being corrupted in ways that would have been unimaginable 20 or 30 years ago, maybe, uh, or at least are obviously trending in the wrong direction. So, for example, we have a Congress that and you know and a government that just passed this gigantic tax cut for wealthy people and basically handed money to the wealthy that is being created through debt on all of us you know that i don't think that if we had normal human beings voting directly on that 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 would have happened but where we're going to head toward and the you know, the coolest thing about uh, the singularity, if you believe in that sort of uh, mindset, is that governance by artificial intelligence would almost certainly be dramatically better than governance where, you know, we have a president like the one we have now. It's insanity. How much of your passion from this comes from your own experience in the capitalist system because you obviously did very well you started how stuff works uh, i'm trying to create a consolidation of everything i know about entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship that side of the equation is capitalism is great you can start your own thing and make a ton of money i've actually watched it happen i've you know i've been a part of it happening multiple times and I teach students how to do this at NCSU as my day job. That's what machine that makes money.com is about. At the same time, replacecapitalism.com got registered and came out. And its uh, purpose is capitalism is a system, but it's delivering a terrible outcome to billions of people and we can do better. And let me show you a better system and how it will improve the lives of billions of people. Those are pretty much diametrically opposed to each other, right? So I can I can see both sides. But I just I don't think a rational human being can look at the terrible outcomes that capitalism is delivering to 
billions of people and say to themselves, this is a good thing. There must be better outcomes that we can design so that all humans uh, get to get to have medicine and all humans get to have cell phones and all humans get to have high quality food. There's, there's just no reason why those things can't happen now, not a century from now, but now, except that we're using a terrible system to do it. Marshall Brain is the founder of How Stuff Works and the writer and thinker behind so many other different projects, which you can find at marshallbrain.com. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much. This has been a tremendous amount of fun. Well, that's our show. Clearly, we just scratched the surface. You probably have one or two more questions after that conversation about how this all could work. So check out replacecapitalism.com for yourself and read all about it. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review this show. Thank you very much to those of you who've already done that. You've been listening to Koteki on Tech, and I am James Koteki. <laughs>